Hey, this is Beth Ann Erickson from filbertpublishing.com. Thank you for tuning in today. I have got a really special notes from Minnesota today. Um, okay, do you think I should give a little backstory or should I just go ahead and introduce you? What do you, what do you think? Go ahead and give the backstory. Okay, backstory. Um, yeah, this is kind of, kind of interesting. A long time ago, this person that you just met, her name is Janet Scott. She came up and she had a really great idea for a book series. And of course, you know, I, I have Filbert Publishing and um, it, it was kind of outside our normal thing that we usually do. We, you know, we, we do a little bit of fiction, a little bit of um, a, a fair amount of books for creative entrepreneurs and things like that. And so when Janet came to me with this project and it was so far outside our normal genre, I was like, maybe we'll have to see. But as time went on, I began to realize that she really had a fantastic idea. And um, uh, uh, there, there we are. We, I lost you for a minute. That uh, really was a fantastic idea. And every few years, I do what I call a passion project, just something that is purely awesome in my mind. And this turned into my most recent passion project. And um, that's when the fates got all kind of weird because that's when she got super, super busy and she didn't have time to really work on it. So I kind of forged ahead with her blessing. And, um, and this is where this story gets really interesting. I, uh, <laughs> it's all, this is all about book covers and and I thought it would be really fun for you as a listener slash watcher. If, if you're listening to this on iTunes, you may want to head over to YouTube to watch the actual video because I'm going to be showing some before and after book covers because this is, this is kind of also a story about what when someone outside your circle um, looks at a project, they see it through different eyes. And that's what's so fascinating about this story. Um, I come from the world of publishing, obviously, and copywriting where um, you know, you put a book on Amazon and you have to have a title and a graphic and it has to just really pop out and, on a little tiny thumbnail. Whereas Janet coming from uh, a different world than I do, she comes from the design world. Um, her design is far more subtle because she actually knew the audience a little better and things like that. But anyway, let me introduce you to Janet Scott, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give the floor to you so you can introduce yourself and where you came in on the project and where you got the idea and things like that. Okay. Uh, well, I am currently about to graduate tomorrow, and so part of this was I wanted to be able to do this passion project with Beth, and so I ended up starting by basically having a class that I went ahead and planned a whole bunch of different projects to do throughout the course of the semester. And one of those projects was to actually work with Beth and to provide new book covers and some other social media aspects, as well as just basically getting things rebranded and launched in a way that will appeal to a different type of audience. You said that it's the wrong audience or something like that, but that's not the case. It, it's just, there are a variety of ways to present stuff and this is just a different audience that you could attempt to appeal to if that makes correct sense. 
And, but what I loved about what you brought to the project in, uh, um, well, first of all, let's say what the project was, is. Uh, it, the Consecrated Journal is basically the Bible, the World English Bible, is that correct? Yep. Uh, which is copyright free, and we formatted that in a way to provide space for people to go ahead and journal or draw or doodle, whatever kind of floats their boat. I was going to show you an example. My little girl went ahead and doodled. Right, and that that's what that's part of the Gospels, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Go ahead. So it, Basically, what you're allowed to do is you read through the scripture and you kind of contemplate. If something resonates with you, you take notes or you doodle, draw, whatever kind of inspires you to move forward with that thought and make it your own. Correct. And so when I just kind of launched in and thought, you know, this is such a great idea. I just want to get going on it. Uh, just so, so you all can see, if you look at this, you can see how we've we uh, place the text in the middle and then the, then the size, there's plenty of places to doodle. And that's what the interior looks like. We don't have any commentary or anything. And <laughs> here's the original cover without Janet's input. And it was funny because the first time you saw that, you're like, oh yeah, that, that, that looks really great. <laughs> you were so kind. But if you notice, this, is, this would be great in a thumbnail with a big big old, you know, boom, you know, when you, if you shrink that to like, yeah, that, that was kind of the reasoning behind it. But now you just wait till you see, we, Janet went through the entire, we've had five books done. We have Genesis and Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy in two volumes. And then we have the entire New Testament done. And um, check this out. This, uh, this is Janet's version of the same book. If you'll notice, it looks like a journal. Same innards. But tell, tell me how you came up with this design. It's exquisite. Well, we talked about it early on. We wanted to figure out what direction we wanted to go. And so when I talked to you, I asked you for adjectives, things that describe what you were looking for in book covers. And then from there, I kind of compiled and figured out the main theme basically being that it would be kind of a vintage feel, something that your grandma would have in her purse when she was younger. That was funny because I remember, I remember that conversation and you, you kept trying to dig for more information and you know, think about words and what do you want to, you know, the feel, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, big, big text, <laughs> really big text. <laughs> Yeah. That, that that became a bit of an issue you had to I had net my mind as a marketer had never actually gone in that direction before but you kept you know yeah I kept poking and prodding until you kind of came up with some ideas yeah yeah that, that, that's kind of how it and, but you, you it was cute too because you cute I shouldn't you that, that that's that's a condescending word but it was really funny because you had like three four designs and you're like which one do you like and I'm like oh I like them all. <laughs> I was no help. I was like zero help because they were all so good. No, no. She is very, 
easygoing when it comes to design. Not everyone is quite as easygoing as she is. Well, that's because everyone who designs is better than me. And I, I, I just loved it because, you know, and the thing of it was if, and I, I, I hope, you know, if you're listening, run, run to Amazon and, and just take a look, make these big because like this just looks red, but it's not. She, you made all these little doohinkies in here. Which, which is really cool. And it's the same with like, this is, isn't that neat? I mean, I could, I could see if I carried this around and was journaling, I'd, I would kind of hide the cover and this one, not so much. Makes sense. You know, it's, and that's what, that's one thing that I loved about this project. This, this is the gospels and I'm going to move it real close. And it's got these little, what do you call them? Little blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> it's kind of an ornamental pattern. Ornamental. See, she even knows words. I'm a writer who doesn't know words, apparently. Apparently. Um, what is the one thing you look for when you're, or what's the one thing that you really want to capture when, when you're approaching a project? How do you approach it? Because this was huge. And I at the time, I hadn't realized how big it was until you started asking those questions. It kind of depends on what the person is looking for. With our project, I had a little bit more leeway because we kind of talked about things. But first and foremost, when designing, you kind of have to listen to the client and what they need. But in our case, one of the driving forces for me was color. I wanted to make sure that we had colors that were representational of what is inside that particular book. For example, Revelation. They show the cover of that one. It's red. You think of the end of the Bible, there's a lot of chaos going on and like a fire. Yeah. And so that was part of what was going on. I wish I had a, we just finished it or we don't you love this. We just finished the Leviticus's cover. <laughs> and uh, there, there was a blue in there that you talked about. Yes. Sapphire. That was one of the things uh, it was, I forget them. I think it was wisdom or something like that. There were specific meaning, there was specific meaning to the color as far as the Bible went. I found a website and did some compilations of different things. So, you know, if, if someone is listening to this and they're thinking about hiring somebody to do a cover, what's something that you figure a good designer, what, what, what would someone like me, if I'm approaching a designer, just so I don't say, I love it, I love it, I love it. What are some things to look for? You need to look at color. You need to look at balance, the amount of white space or space that isn't occupied by other things. For example, we have our main draw is our title. There's a lot of white space for the eye to rest and for people to just kind of focus on what is the most important. Not necessarily the case here, but it still works. So it's it really depends on what the person is looking for. The main thing is you need to find someone that you can communicate with and say exactly what you need. And then hopefully they will give you some feedback and that you're open to their feedback. Did you find it challenging that all of these, we, we, it's going to be a 16 book series or was it 15? I can't remember off the top of my head, but to, to make each book individual while still looking like they fit into the series, was that a yes. challenge? No, I've actually, I have a color palette that I'm going off of. Uh, from time to time, I will add new colors, but I have to make sure that they suit the entire series. But 
the red in this is the same as the red in this. And the cream throughout is the same in this. The whole idea is to make them all fit together and have the same palette so that it just meshes. I did not know that. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> if anyone wants to find you, where do they find you? You don't um, often do, now you, you don't often take on new clients. I, this is not a pitch to get new clients or anything because I know you are so busy, but you do have a website. I actually don't anymore. <gasps> Where'd your website go? I, I didn't renew it. Oh. I got a full job. Ah. Well, between my full-time job and kids and everything, I, that's, I have a Facebook page. There you go. Where's your Facebook page? Uh, you can find me at Janet Scott Design, although I'm also kind of launching Studio 36. So those are two different keywords they can look up. Maybe I'll put a link in that in the description. Okay. Okay. If anyone wants to get hold of you with any questions or this or that, again, uh, Beth Ann Erickson from Filbert Publishing, Janet Scott from Janet Scott Designs. Is there any co final comments before we call it a day? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. I hope you have a good day and um, enjoy life. Take care.